0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It's NFL Draft Speculation Season. Who's going third? Who's trading into fourth? It is I, Rob Paul, A.K., the number one advocate for differentiating between corners and nickels. And with me, as always, is AJ. Every elite nickel prospect gets the Tyron Matthew Pro Comp Mark God
1: damn it, I feel so seen right now.
0: Today we're continuing our twenty twenty one NFL draft position rankings with the Nickels and our divisional draft previews with the AFC South. Seven, 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 seven.
1: seven. One, two,
0: three. one, two,
1: three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby driving on. To Cleveland, maybe looking for Lawrence or Suelle. Don't draft specialists on the first day. eh? Don't draft specialists on the second day. eh? Maybe draft a punter in the sixth. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together.
0: Let's go seven rounds forever. That's a song. It's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets. All the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. You know what else you could do to bring home the game, AJ? What, Rob? Please tell me. You could access a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Whoa. And that platform is called Locker Room. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to any of your favorite podcast hosts... Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, and post-game breakdowns while reacting to all the breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow anyone who is on the app to be notified when The Room goes live. Uh, and remember, any any day now, AJ will be dropping uh, a talk, Leaf Talk with the with AJ. Yeah,
1: yeah. tonight actually at halftime, uh, while I record this podcast, I'll be going on and uh, breaking down this this Orlando Magic-Toronto Raptors game. And this is the only games I talk about for the Raptors is when they match up against the Magic.
0: Yeah, well, duh, because it's the Battle of Florida.
1: Yeah, it's the Battle, it's the battle of uh, Central Florida, even. Or ignoring South Florida. Whatever it is, it's it's some sort of... It's a war on I-4? Yeah,
0: it's a war on I-4. Yeah. There we go. And speaking and speaking of Central Florida, uh, one of the best nickels in the draft uh, comes from there. Good job. So, thank you. Uh, yeah, we're doing nickel talk today. Obviously, last episode uh, was corners. We're, we're kicking inside slightly this week. Uh, because nickels deserve their own show. Because nickel is a different position than cornerback in all of our eyes. Um, although they're, they're, A.J. did have Asante Samuel Jr. and Aaron Robinson in the nick, or in the corner group. I have them in the nickel group. Um, other than that, we should be fairly aligned. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not to say, like, I, I do think Aaron Robinson and Asante Samuel um, can play outside. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I think they, they, they're they better fits for, for nickel because, again, let's not devalue the nickel position. The way slots had previously been devalued, mm-hmm. now they're, they're starting to catch up. We're putting Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame, um, so I, I I don't know. I, I just think a nickel's almost like a weaponized corner to playmaker. The the Tyrant Matthew, the Honey Badger, is is the ideal of uh, the nickel position.
1: Yeah, and uh, like like we said at the top, all of our players are going to have Honey Badger comps. Um, actually, actually, I'm interested to hear your Robinson and Assange uh, Samuel comps. So,
0: well, stay tuned, I'll tell you. Oh, thanks. I'll, I'll hang around for a bit, I guess. Then. All right, let's let's uh, let's jump into it, and I'm I'm interested to hear your superlative, seeing as you do not have Samuel and Robinson in this group. Uh, who's your highest floor nickel?
1: Yeah, no, you shouldn't be interested because <laughs> this is just Elijah Molden <laughs> season, buddy. Uh, but nice tease to keep them around for that four and a half seconds. Uh, highest floor, uh, Elijah Molden. High ceiling, Elijah Molden. Uh, Elijah Molden is my only uh, day two nickel, not including uh, Aaron Robinson and Sante Samuel. Uh, I'll say where I have. I'll, I'll throw Robinson and Samuel in my top ten. Not, in, but You know what I mean. I'll just toss them in where they would be um, later when we get there. But no, uh, Elijah Molden clearly the cream of the crop um, amongst this group. Even I think even if you have Robinson and uh, Samuel in the mix, I yeah. got them. I got them a nose yeah. ahead. Uh, my comp is Tyron Matthew. I couldn't think of a better oh, one. Oh come on! What, who's
0: yours? Who's yours? Let's let's get out of the way. Kenny Moore.
1: That's good. That's good too. I don't know. I like he,
0: the the. the uh, I mean, Tyron Matthew is such a special, and I know, different player than anything we've seen. Um, I put the Kenny Moore comp cuz I think Kenny Moore is one of the three best nickels in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um and pretty much a weapon out of out of the, out of the nickel like Elijah Molden. Molden's a devastating tackler. Yeah. He plays his, the, he plays out of his mind. Uh he can blitz from the slot. He can he is incredible run defender and force player on the outside. Man, um, he, he can saw, slip blocks he, he,
1: better than a lot of DBs than I've seen, uh, one of the best at it. Like you just, it, it's not even like you know a lot of this, like we talked about on, on yesterday's show. A lot of these guys you see getting stuck on blocks and stuff. Uh, he's just a master of, of slipping blocks and.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Throw on the Utah game and you see him at his best doing this, making all kinds of plays around the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and then also coming away with an interception where you see how how well he can read a quarterback, um, and undercut a route. And I don't know, like he's again, he's an instant impact nickel. I have him like a, a high end second round grade. Top fifty player, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um he and he's not like he doesn't really have any questions in terms of athleticism. Obviously we just talked about how great he is against the run and, and how how great an open field tackler is again throwing the Utah game. Uh he can he's got the um, short area quickness to handle route runners and stay attached to some of the better route runners of the slot and he's also got great eyes in zone and incredible instincts his instincts really I think are what set him apart as a football player um, he, yeah I mean he's, he's easily I think the best nickel in the class
1: yeah no I agree um, I'll, I'll wax poetic a little more um, just, you know he, he just got such a great awareness for where the football is it, it's innate um, it's both in the run and in the pass um and then you know it, when he's coming downhill to make plays you know he's it's hair trigger he's he's going um you know he's, he's making tfls um like it, honestly i think like because he, he ran what a four five nine so yeah you're gonna one of his knocks is going to be long speed i think you Ball do speed. yeah I, I think you do see him struggle a little bit against some of the faster guys in the slot mainly deep maybe some crossing routes but uh, not enough to uh, you know to really worry you, um, but but yeah, I, like he's so technically sound that I think it makes up for his meh speed, right? And um, you add all that that like you said, he's fluid as hell. He's he's got just really quick reflexes. I think short area quickness, like you said, um, and then you throw in his fire that he plays with the intensity he plays with. Um, people at Washington say that he he is like a legendary football character like he's a deep love for the game of football um, so like you throw all that in there and like, like you said he's a great run defender there's no fear shooting a gap to, to fucking to run the alley and, and making a tackle um, I feel like he's one of the more safe guys in the class I, I always feel like I'm jinxing someone when I'm saying that but, um, but I do you know what I'll say one thing I, I, very very rarely like you said his eyes are so good and he knows exactly what's going on he diagnoses everything I think sometimes you'll see, and I think this is not going to happen at the NFL level, but I thought sometimes you'll see like paralysis by analysis, where like he's trying to do too much at times, where you know he's he's in zone, he's bouncing between two guys, and like actually going back to the Utah game uh, this year, uh, the QB ran for a touchdown, and he kind of was just kind of bouncing all over and kind of didn't let him walk in, but
0: was a little little late trying to go. I mean, it's hard to he when you're a conflict player like that, and you're trying to cover up for other people. It's hard to put a lot of blame on him for that. Yeah, I no. know what player you're talking about, and, I mean, it's pick, pick your poison. That's going to be a touchdown probably either way. Yeah, he, no, no, he no. You try to play both, and I, I'm not going to bang him for that.
1: Well, I'm not banging him for I'm just pointing out because there's not a lot of uh, negatives in his game. I love him, and I, yeah, I got him in the top 40 on my board. Um, I, I got an early, early, mid-second gr- grade on him. Yeah, and
0: well, I'll ba- Early, mid-second?
1: Yeah, early, mid-second, yeah. But I think he's like
0: thirty-five on my board right now. Yeah, like I don't think he will end up going in the first round, obviously. No. But I think if he went in the like if he went to the back end of the first round, I'm not criticizing a team for doing that.
1: Me, nor no would I, nor would I.
0: He's a, like he's he's the thirty-second player on my board, uh, so we're about the same kind of range there. Um, in, in in both of our opinions, should be one of the first picks off the board on day two, and again. When you can get a guy like this where he's, first of all, he's a plug-and-play player, mm-hmm. but he's got so much upside to come with that. And although nickels are devalued by Pro Bowl voters, uh, that's a podcast show for a different day. Um, he has the ability to be a Pro Bowl level nickel, if you know what I mean. Like He, I think, can e- like quickly become a top five nickel in the mm-hmm. NFL because he's that clean. He's a weaponized run defender. And you mentioned kind of outside of the long speed, there's not a lot of holes in his uh, ability and coverage. No. Like s- smooth enough hips. I like his feet a lot. Click and closes there. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, the the eyes and zone are awesome. So. And, 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 and not to mention, like, he can press. He, he'll he come up and he can play press, man. Uh, and although he's not the biggest guy in the world, 5'10", 192, he plays a lot bigger than he is. He plays really balanced. Yeah, uh, which is one of the the most important things you want in a nickel when they're facing these lightning quick slot <laughs> receivers.
1: Yeah, and to add, uh, I think he'll be a special team stud as well. So yeah,
0: that's a that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, so he's checking every single box that you want as uh, out of a nickel. And yeah, I I don't know how to put this. He he feels like he's going to come in and make an instant impact because lots of teams don't quite have. Uh, a player of his caliber at nickel I think
0: um, yeah no for sure
1: so like I think he's going to be such I, this is maybe maybe this is a little too far off the top of my head I think he's going to be one of the bigger upgrades uh, for whoever team takes him it's not too far yeah that's not
0: too far I'm like in the draft the I like yeah. that Yeah. And, and he's a guy who can rotate up to safety too if need be yep Um. And, but yeah nickel's his best spot and I think that's where you get the most value with him where you can use him more as a defensive back chest piece mm-hmm. than anything. I'm, I'm just looking at the, the board and I wonder where uh, kind of his best landing spot early in the second round is. Uh, let me pull it up too. Because a lot of teams, you're, you're totally right, a lot of teams don't have overly noteworthy nickels. But NFL teams and GMs tend to undervalue the position where, I, I mean, he should be a top 50 pick, but if he, if mm-hmm. he slid because of the position, he fits. Um, that probably wouldn't be a big shock. Like if um, he slid right to fifty-five, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? Right, right to fifty-five specifically.
1: Yeah, no, for sure,
0: for sure. Um, right to right to my Steelers.
1: No, he, he, they'll pass on him. Don't worry. Yeah, to fifty-six. He's not getting to fifty-six. He's keep, not
0: getting to the Hawks.
1: Keep him in Seattle. I, look, they probably wouldn't take him anyways. So, um it's <laughs> yeah, not long enough. He's not. <laughs> they're, they're taking Melophon, who at fifty-six, and it's okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm sure. Like again, it's almost like any landing spot's gonna be good for him, um, based on roster, because he's gonna come in and fit a specific role. Like 36 to Miami, that would be a lot of fun if they didn't draft. Like you know, what I mean, they drafted Ike Benogini last year, who I think should end up as their nickel, but they kind of fucked him around. But like in that scheme, he'd be he'd be so much fun. You know, imagine with with
0: uh they they uh, they signed uh, Justin Coleman though. Yeah, but Coleman
1: hasn't been the same.
0: But yeah, I'm Coleman's not saying a stud. It's coming back. Don't worry. I gotta come and compliment. I
1: love Justin Coleman. I you, you I never I, yeah. It just hasn't been the same. But I'm not I'm not saying he's going to Miami. I'm just saying that would be super fun. Imagine him with, with Jumpman and Xaven Howard on the outside. That'd be that'd be awesome.
0: Um okay, so you you again obviously have Bolton for floor ceiling and best bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I I actually put Aaron Robinson for highest ceiling. Okay. That had some to do with his a little more versatility to him to kick outside, which obviously, yep. again, you had him with the, the outside corners anyway. Yep. Um, for, former Bama recruit uh, ends up trenching the UCF. Played a ton of actual nickel for them. Played on the outside too. Uh, very versatile within the secondary really good athlete explosive as hell we saw how physically he is at the senior bowl and his physicality is what stands at the most yeah he he's a dog um i think he he's awesome in press like but he's also really i i love his instincts in zone too and he's always willing to get downhill and pop a guy mm-hmm. um he, his feet can get a little lost at times and um there are, there are times I think he can struggle with the the better route right runners on the inside. Yeah. But he uh he also plays so much bigger than he is and I th- I think he can play some dime linebacker too. Um he it's hard to stick him at one position cuz I think you get the most value out of him by having him like not just be a nickel, yeah, and just be an outside guy. Yeah, you play him where you need him. Yeah. Like he he yeah that that that's a good he he's kind of a bit like a band aid type player where mm-hmm. you uh you put him again where you need him uh, most, um and that that can be yeah, play that, to play or, or drive to hard. drive or game to game too not necessarily mm-hmm. for the whole yes. season. And I love I just love the mentality he plays with. Yeah, him and Elijah Molden both uh, have that. To them. Yeah, they're like similar. They're, just,
1: they're similar dudes. Um, in in a decent amount of ways, like both. Great run defenders, he, both big hitters. Um, Robinson, maybe not as much bl- blowing blowing guys up, but he's going for it every single snap. And uh, another yeah. guy got a really, really good feel for the run. Like uh, you see him sometimes, kind of lining up inside the box or just outside the box, and he'll he'll come down and fill a gap too, no problem. And and but yeah, it's his his physicality is probably his greatest strength. But you know, sometimes it does backfire. You know, you, you'll see him get got yeah. by double moves at times. Um, like, his aggression can lead to bust at times, which we see with, with a lot of corners. Uh, but, no, it's his greatest strength. And like you said at the Senior Bowl, man, every single rep is physical. You throw on the tape, it's the same way. Um, yeah, I, I like him a lot. Also, I think another guy, uh, great great eyes. Like, he's got a great feel for routes yeah. on the inside and traffic and working through traffic and finding the football. Um, yeah, no, I love Aaron Robinson. I, I got a mid-second round grade on him, like I said yesterday. Um, and he, he'd be my nickel, too, after uh, Elijah Molden.
0: And we, you know, we might as well just talk about Asante Samuel Jr. here as well. Uh, because really, again, those are the, the after those three, I, I it's a pretty substantial drop off. Agreed. Um, all three of them, I have all three of them in my top 50. Um, Me too. All, all three of them are day two picks. Uh, with, with, with Samuel Jr., I, I have him a little behind the other two. His, um, well, Robinson doesn't lack size. First of all, no. Molden size doesn't tend to like it, it doesn't impact him that very. Like you don't see him it, struggle with breaking no. up the catch point. No, um, no, no. The only time you played, kind of plays, see the the length show up is
1: sometimes as a tackler, and that's just kind of trying to yeah ding him for for the for the yeah. sake of
0: dinging him. Yeah, like you don't really see it uh, often in coverage. No. Samuel Jr. I, I I find his lack of size kind of hinders him more um mm-hmm. especially with disrupting catch point uh and, and he is not the physical tackler the other two are either yeah. um he's i th- i think he's fantastic playing off zone which is another thing where Molden and Robinson are a little more versatile in what c- coverages they excel in uh Samuel can can struggle when you ask him to press um he can he can kind of get bullied at the line sometimes yeah um, yeah and and, uh, and in man coverage, he can sometimes he can get lost. But again, he's he's a good athlete. He's got, I, I think, very fluid hips, and quick feet. Yeah, the the low um, center
1: of gravity. Like he's he's got a jittery change of direction to him.
0: Yeah, like it, the the balance shows yeah. there too. Yeah. Um, he he might get uh, like do you think? I, I guess it's weird because Molden I think is a nickel. From day one. Robinson, it's kind of going to depend, I think, on where he lands. What do you think kind of happens with Asante's image?
1: I think uh, more teams will probably uh, give, him, give him the nickel duties immediately. But I, I don't think every team and isn't giving him a shot I,
0: outside. I I was going to say, I almost feel like, back to your point earlier, where there's not a lot of top-tier consistent nickels in the yeah, league. Yeah. Maybe Consistent's he, a good word. Yeah, maybe he gets on the field earlier be, at nickel because of a lack of talent there. Yeah, but with I, I would not be shocked if some teams do view him as eventually making that shift to the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 I'll, but I'll again, a, yeah, the the, the, the the size the size in in the, in him getting uh, struggling with the bigger bully type receivers and disruption of the catch point kind of made me view him more as a nickel and i don't want to use that as a bang because i i love the nickel position and and you talked about his change of direction i think that's such a perfect matchup uh with playing slots uh and 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 again with Molden and robinson they legitimately played nickel he played uh, like pretty much exclusively on the outside of florida state
1: yeah um i'll I'll just add a little bit here like you said his lack of size first of all he, he is smaller but his lack of size um you definitely feel it more often, and from the from the get go. Yeah. Um, like you said, he struggles with physicality. Um, he struggles getting off blocks at times, um, yeah. but it's not for a lack of effort because he, he plays mean. He's feisty. Um, he wants to tackle. Uh, I think he's not, he's a good tackler, but not a great tackler. Kind of like a, a low rap style tackler, uh, but with some with some feistiness in there. But um, yeah, like. The the movement skills you gotta love. Uh, he's got some like click and close downhill burst. Um, I, I like his eyes. I think he's he's good instincts. Yeah, I think. I think most majority of teams you're taking him, you're playing him nickel day one,
0: and uh, you're feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah. But th- again, those are the three dudes. They're all likely top second round picks. We'll say all three end up in the second round. Yeah, I now don't have any other all, uh, top 100 grades. No, 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 no. And, and I think that's right. Like, there's not a ton. And again, Nickel, there's a smaller pool uh, of, of players to evaluate yeah. specifically for that position. Um, I, I, I think that there's not a ton of depth. There's some interesting guys in, in the rest of my top 10 here, but a, a lot of. A lot more questions. Those those three are like long term starters, long term NFL starters with a ton of upside. All three of them have. Uh, agreed, agreed. Um, when it comes to value pick, kind of tough. Day th- day three. Um, who 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 do you look at here? Yeah, the rest of our, our
1: uh, superlatives are kind of hard to fill in. Um, not not because you don't like the guys. It's just kind of like where's the value, and it's kind of tricky when you get to to, to this position. Um, I put our Darius Washington for value pick though. Um, I've been a big fan of his. Um, I got him like the the mid to late fourth, so like I kind of went for a guy that's. I don't I don't think he's in my top five nickels, but like no one's no one's really far off. No, sorry, he's he's my five. He's my fifth nickel. Um, it's kind of like a tight tight knit group in the middle there for me. Anyways, um, another guy that's really really small. He's like five eight one seventy six. If uh, you know. B- Big production at at TCU. I had five picks two years ago. Um, he didn't test the greatest. He ran a four six one, but I, I think I think on tape like the, the short area quickness is good. Um, I think the speed is enough to carry receivers. Maybe not deep downfield, but like across field and stuff. You're good there. Another guy that's got a big motor. He, he's he's a willing hitter. He lays some wood, in, 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 for, especially for the small package. Um, I like his eyes, especially in zone. He, he sees the field really well. And by the way, sorry, he's he's play, playing mainly mainly at at, uh, at
0: as a true safety at TCU. Um, uh, for for the record, I I've been going back and forth with him, and I, I'm gonna, I have him in my safeties group. You have him as a safety. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. Part of it, AJ. AJ, don't tell the listener. Part of it may or may not be because I wanted to mention my tenth nickel. And I don't love this safety group, and he'll be a top-ten safety for me. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> it's co- content is king.
1: I think he would be top-ten, too. Um, yeah, so anyways. But, yeah, at safety, you know, lots of pre-snap communication. Um, he, he diagnoses the route concepts well. He picks up man well. Um, and then he's quick coming downhill and making tackles in the run. But then, you know, when you factor in the size, you see it show up. Um, against bigger ball carriers, even, you see him bouncing off guys. Against taking on blocks, you see him bouncing off guys. Uh, against more physical receivers, he struggles. Um, and then he's not a great athlete. So there's kind of just some things to overcome. You know, if he was bigger and a better athlete, uh, I think he'd be a top 100 guy. Or or honestly, even if that 2019 tape kind of continued this year, I would probably have him in the top 100. I don't I, know if he'd go there, but yeah.
0: I, I will say, I, I uh, again, I went back and forth on where I put him. Um, maybe I should have put him here but uh, I, I the I, I kind of came away disappointed i don't I don't even know if he'll get drafted um not not to say I don't like him like I have him like kind of in the fifth round but <laughs> it scares me like the size scares me the lack of athleticism mm-hmm. scares me and he both like in, in 2020 he just did not look like that impactful of a player no no um, and that again also scares me. So, and I, I like I don't think he has great feet, and I don't think his he's all that fluid. So it's he's a vi- like is he this year's Miles Bryant where yeah you can't really justify drafting this guy because of all the questions. Although I like him um, to some extent, uh, it, I don't know. Kind of the testing being as bad as it was is pretty scared me off a lot. No,
1: I understand. Like I wouldn't. Be shocked if he's going late day three, like because of the size and and the lack of high-end athleticism. Uh, but I think when you throw on the tape, he's a better athlete than he tested, or, or a bit better at least. Like it's not as much of a concern. I just
0: a lot of twenty twenty. I just felt like he was there, and yeah, other yeah. guys were making plays. Like the the there's a obviously Mo Rig, but a couple of guys in that TCU secondary kept yeah. making plays, and just never felt like it was him. Yeah, um, no, that that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think his best-case scenario is to be a Mike Hilton style of nickel. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, it felt like he didn't play with the same trigger in 2020 as he did in 2019.
1: See, yeah, I, I agree. But I don't know. I think I found this a lot in – honestly, maybe this is more for, – for guys I like, I do this. But I'm, I'm knocking guys less less for this past season than I usually do. You know what I mean? Usually, usually – the latest year is more gospel for me, but with so many guys opting out and we just have 2019 tape to go off of. And it, like, if they had a, a worse 2020 season, I, I give it less of a waiting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just cause it's been such hey. a fucking fucked year. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm um, not, I'm not saying I but, throw it out completely. It just, just waited
0: not as heavily as I usually wait the last season. Fair. Um, my value pick is Trill Williams from Syracuse, partially because of all the positions I think he can play. And you mentioned before the show to me that you're going to actually have him in the safety mm-hmm. group. Um, I've got him at nickel. He played a lot of nickel at Syracuse. I think he could be a dime linebacker as well. Yeah. Big, bigger for the than these the rest of these guys. Six foot 208. Didn't test all that well. But mm-hmm. um, plays really hard. And another guy who put quick trigger in the run game. He looks to take heads off. Um, I think that translates to special teams upside as well. Um, I, I, I I do have him in my top 10 nickels, so I'll save my comp. But uh, solid and underneath zone. Kind of, I got like lesser Kavon Wallace vibes out of him with the, the way he can be a flats defender. Yeah. Um, and kind of rotate up to safety if need be and, and play in the box a little bit as well. Solid eyes and zone, solid instincts against the run, good force player. Um, uh, just the, I guess the overall, um, ceiling is kind of capped, capped because not, again, not the, not the most flashy athlete, better athlete than our Darius, Washington and larger. So.
1: No, I, I, I like Trill Williams. Um, I think he's in my top 10 safeties, I can't remember, but you'll have to listen to, to our next episode to find out regardless. I like,
0: uh, I like that we uh, rotate our value picks with one of us has the guy nickel and the other has safety.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it works well. Um, for sleeper and deep sleeper, I kind of just put one guy because, like, I don't know. I don't want to put a guy. I, he is my 10th <laughs> nickel. But I, I think, like, he's going, you know, mid to late day three, and it's kind of it kind of hard. For, I don't know. Well, you tell me your sleepers, and maybe I'll match your guy, and we'll just go from there. I've known for
0: weeks, months, years who my sleeper would be for Nichols, uh, and, and once he didn't get the combine invite, I definitely knew who it was. Okay, uh, Avery Williams from Boise State. That's that's who I had. Out. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's the best, like arguably the best return man in the class. That alone, like, is gonna have him. Yep in prob like i th- like he is a dominant return man both in kick and punt returns which is also written nine total return touchdowns in his college career three eight three kick six punt 11.6 average per punt 27.4 per kick uh 58 187 so obviously quite small but tested uh pretty well in terms of his 40 um and uh and his uh agility drills yeah um and, and- like, that, again, that alone, plus he's actually a really good special teams player in terms of coverage. He, uh, like, as a as a gunner. He blocked three punts in his career. He blocked a field yeah. goal. He blocks an extra like, point. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't even need to mention what he does on defense. To, yeah. Like, the special teams upside dripping off him is insane in, like, in every facet of special teams. And then you factor in uh, four, I think, four-year starter at Boise State. I think so, too. And... Pretty, like, pretty solid nickel, um, aggressive, feisty nickel. The, the size kind of hurt, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that like I don't know why you wouldn't be – if he goes undrafted, that's, like, one of the first calls I'm making. Yeah, no, I totally Plus, agree. I, honestly, I'm just drafting him late day three because, like, I have a draftable grade on him, and that's – like, the, he's, he's the most dominant special teams player at the collegiate level in this draft.
1: Yeah, and – in this class, when um, you know we lost a lot of super seniors, uh, why the hell are you not taking a shot at that guy? I got a mid mid late six ground grade on him, um, and it's yeah, really, in the same range. Yeah, it's a really because of the special teams value. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, te- like four four flat. That's that's nice. Uh, six eight eight three. Um, but w- one other thing that kind of sh- shocked me about his testing, like like you said, he's five eight one eighty seven. He-, he threw up nineteen reps on the bench press. Which I don't I'm know. Strong. Yeah, like I don't. I'm never a bench press person, but when you're when you're not the biggest dude, and I don't know, it just endears yourself to him more. And uh, I don't know. You're getting a core special teams player. You're getting a return man. Um, I don't. I I don't see why in the hell he wouldn't be drafted.
0: Because the NFL is dumb. He's got an offensive background too, so you throw that a little, a little more added juice in there too like you you're getting this guy to play on all your special teams, be your return man and like obviously this is best case and be and be a backup nickel. Like I love it. Yeah, me too. So, okay. Um, so so I didn't but, have a deep. I want to hear who who you went for deep. Cor- well, you know how I've been I've been banging the table for all Louisiana Monroe prospects.
1: Okay. Awesome, yeah.
0: <laughs> Corey Stradler from Louisiana Monroe. Really really good 2019. Yeah. Um, looked really good against Florida State in 2019, got hurt in 2020, only played two games. Obviously, Monroe had a god-awful season, <laughs> uh, but was all-conference all in 2019. Um, I, I, I like him as a, as a guy, again, he's definitely going undrafted, a guy yeah. you bring in, uh, played played bigger than he was, good in zone. Uh, I, I don't know. You just bet on that type of guy undrafted. I don't know. That's a good pick. Like, no, I, ball I like production. Nine picks, twenty pass breakups, um, in essentially three years. Um, yeah, it's a good pick. That's a good pick. Thank you, thank you. Uh, wild card? Are we shaking our hands and agreeing on Sean Wade? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's be Sean Wade. No, I, or do you have Kerry Vincent as a wild card? Up? Uh, no, he's my second choice, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean Wade. Just an,
0: one of the easiest wild card picks in any position. Well. And, and 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 you again. You mentioned before the show to be just to make it even more wildy a card. Um, people people are backing on Sean Way because he, <laughs> he had a huge at Ohio State second pro day. He put up huge numbers.
1: Yeah, no, no agility though. So yeah, I'll throw i throw the numbers out there. He ran a four four six. He jumped thirty seven and a half inches. Uh, he broad jumped ten three. Um, and he's a big big guy. Like, Was he six and a half? Uh, six, one,
0: 196.
1: Around, around, around. Okay, I got one ninety two, and with with thirty three and a half inch arms too, so uh, no lack of length as well. Um, (laughs) what he does lack is uh, consistency.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so obviously twenty nineteen playing nickel um, with two first round corners on the mm -hmm. outside of Ohio State looked really impressive as their nickel to the point where projecting this guy could be a first round pick kicking outside. You are taking everything you saw on his twenty nineteen tape and saying, hey. His skill set's actually better fit for the outside. Mm-hmm. Obviously, goes to the outside. Is one of the most hyped guys going to the year. Ops out, ops back in when the Big Ten decides to play football. Uh, and then kind of gets beat like a drum in every single game. Yeah, <laughs> especially in their biggest games. Uh, was it was not a great secondary by any means at Ohio State, and he was supposed to be kind of the one holding it together. And he felt like he was consistently picked on, um, mm-hmm. and you can see that on the tape uh and then that obviously leads to what okay are, what like what do you evaluate him as an outside corner where he struggled like crazy last year a uh, nickel where he gave us pretty good tape in 2019 or even a safety we've both agreed on uh, on nickel here yeah for the um, content for the content uh also just cuz I've got tape of him being a productive player at nickel yeah like I'm that's clearly where he was more comfortable he he played laxadaisically on the outside in 2020. Yeah. Um you there was like a flash here or there but for the most part it, it felt like every again every big game he was getting killed. Um and, and clear like he was a five star. He's got great size and clearly a great athlete. So why was that happening? It just felt like he could not locate the ball. Mm-hmm. Um if it, it felt like he was stiff as hell which again not not, not a good thing in a nickel either. Um no. and, and he just got overwhelmed either it would either be by size or it would buy, be by quicks and yeah it's it's hard to it's hard to decide what to do with him
1: and then you uh, know i'll throw you throw the clemson game uh lots of matchups against cornell powell who they're pretty much the the same size and he just got
0: out physicaled by so, like he was he was losing and, like that's not in every which way and that's not even like and that's not even like powell's game powell's like we we like him for his his quickness and his, his burst through his routes and yeah, he's just kind of out physicaling Sean Wade. Yeah, like he's he's not
1: it's not like he's a weak dude, but no, he was speeding him up pretty good. And with Wade, like when he goes to press, it's like if he miss he misses in press a lot, and it's not even like with complicated and, releases, it's like and, yeah, go
0: ahead. Uh, and another another tough uh, tough day for him was the the Penn State game where for the yeah, most part John Ohio Dotson. State steamrolled paint Penn State. Jahan Dotson goes out and puts his name oh, on the yeah. map that game because he's yeah. just dunking on sean wade and we cannot find the ball for the life of him
1: yeah 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 and like he's just like so going back to the press he's not technical or balanced enough to make it up uh, after he loses off the line so, so if, he got, if he loses it's just a huge huge bust in coverage and his technique just breaks down all the
0: time throughout and like it, you said it, he looks like he's not trying at times and all this to say i would not be shocked if the nfl takes him in the second round but I would also not be shocked if he goes in the sixth round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where do you, where, 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 like, what, what grade, what round, I should say, do you have him in? Uh, I got
1: a uh, mid fifth. Sorry, I, I do have it and I just didn't have it. Yeah, something like that. Hold on. I'll pull it
0: up. How will be you. That's okay. It's a, uh, i got him in the fourth. Okay. So you're still pretty hot. Yeah. I got, sorry, early fifth. Early fifth. I, I still like him in, at nickel. I think. I don't know. It kind of just felt like I don't, I don't know. Because obviously you then have to wonder about his Excuse want me. if yeah, like he played hard in 2019 and then he just didn't at all in 2020. So what's that about? And was he just trying to keep himself safe for the NFL? And yeah, I don't know. It's, Why did uh, he just declare that? Uh, well, he tried, and then the stupid Big Ten decided to have a season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Remember that AJ? No, I, I remember when Michigan went like two and four. To me, the Big Ten didn't play football this year, and I respected their decision. Uh, yeah, he's obviously the wild card of the group. Um No, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he ends up as a top 100 pick. He, I, he's definitely going to be that player that, like, you know, a team sitting there at 80, they're like, okay, you know, this this other player would be a great fit for him, and then out of nowhere, Sean Wade, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> he's going to be a blindside draft pick. I guarantee it. Wherever he goes.
0: Uh that sounds about right. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I wonder what, what position do you think like I think for the most part the draft Twitter world at least is is viewing him as a, as a nickel just again cuz that's where his better tape came from. Yeah. What do you think he ends up playing in the NFL? I'm going to lean
1: nickel. I I don't see why you even give him a shot as an outside guy other than the Height and weight, but the tape is, is so bad. I, I, don't, I, I, so I'm gonna say nickel because it makes the most sense, but like I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, but like if I feel like if they give him a shot at nickel, um, outside, he's gonna be on another team within a year or two, you know. And that's not a good thing, is it, AJ? Uh, no, un- <laughs> no, not unless
0: you're getting trade for like a first or something, yeah. Tough bounce for uh, for a guy who again, I like. I, uh, who who had the biggest fall of the year? Him, Dylan Moses, and Marvin Wilson. Probably those three. Oh yeah, that the three guys who. I mean, that's that's uh, that's why they play the season, I guess. Three guys who <laughs> look like they could potentially be first round picks. Every mock had them in the oh. first round. All three of them. Yeah. Including ours.
1: We stand by that. <laughs> we still think look at our, our Instagram comments. Uh, there's still Marvin Wilson stands out there.
0: That's yeah. that's a well made point. And then uh, okay, finally best bet, obviously uh, obviously Elijah Molden. But sometimes I think to myself, AJ, another best bet is Kane on sunglasses. Because your outdoor experiences could be better clearly better Kanon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity using japanese optics canons lenses are clear lighter and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch with frame hand frames handcrafted in italy Kanon sunglasses elevate your experience outside a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination, use the exclusive code KNUNCAST15 at KNUN.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's kaenoncast 15 5 Clearly better. And nothing's better than sitting back on a Saturday all day long, betting your money on sports. College basketball's over, but we got more NBA. College baseball, I don't really know, but major league baseball's on. When K-J. do they play college? I'm not even sure. I'll see you in Omaha, though, uh, Rob. Well, because we're from the north, we're college hockey guys.
1: Yeah, what a what a championship so, but, run by but, UMass. Is yeah, right? congrats to your minute man. No, what? Yeah, it was, it was right. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, UMass. yeah okay. Of course. Oh,
0: what do you mean? Was that a trick question?
1: I was just testing you. I knew, I knew. Obviously, UMass.
0: Yeah, so how to bet online because they have you covered for all the odds and real-time updates, and it's the place to be for all your sports betting needs. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with bet online. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Joe. Nickel talk. Nickel talk, nickel talk. Uh, top, do you have a 15 to 11? Well, I can, but what's the point? Uh, cause I wrote mine down and I just wanted to say DiCaprio Boodle out loud. <laughs> you did it. You got it in. Uh, say you're 15 dollar. I, I, I don't, I don't even want to talk yeah, about that's it. Fine. Go ahead. I don't care. DiCaprio Boodle, 15, uh, 14, Corey Schrouder 13, Avery Williams, 12, Kerry Vincent, 11, Thomas Graham. Okay. So I, two, two of those guys are in my top 10. And that's because two of my guys are in your corner group oh yeah
1: right i forgot so i guess i don't i don't hmm i don't know if we're gonna have the same guys
0: that we'll see we'll see in a second well, I think again I'll, like we can be we could be projecting different guys to different spots I, like oh I, like i've Trill williams here and you don't
1: yeah oh there you go, You so. have
0: our darius washington and I don't. But yes I like, oh. yeah right okay so, you, okay, I don't so know. let's just see what we got rock <laughs> yeah let's just get through this because i want to get the afc south talk so bad <laughs> hit us with
1: 10 to 6 Okay, ten. Uh, Avery Williams, the special team stud. I got a mid to late sixth, Uh the comp Jamal Agnew because I mean, where else well, am I gonna go? That, I mean, yeah. Devin Hester. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jamal Agnew times Devin Hester. Okay. Uh, nine for me. Uh, Dimidori Lenoir from Oregon. I got a late fifth on him. Kind of copped out here. And you go Amadi for his comp. Um, <laughs> Eight for me. Uh, early fifth round grade for Trey Brown from Oklahoma. My comp is Greg Stroman. Uh, seven for me. This is where I got <laughs> Sean Wade. <laughs> Thanks for the chuckle. Uh, early fifth round grade on Sean Wade. Uh, my comp is Rashard Fenton. <laughs> Six for me. I like this comp. Six. Kerry Vincent, what I do like. We'll talk about. Uh, I got an early fifth. Uh, my comp is Perry Nickerson. Oh, your guy. Yeah, I like. I, I you know what? I liked Kerry Vincent more than I thought I was gonna
0: like Kerry Vincent. Um, I, uh, we'll talk, we'll, will talk about it. Uh, wait, that was your six, right? Yep. I'm so out of it. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. 10. Bryce Thompson of Tennessee. Um, 207th on my board. Justin Coleman comp. There you go. That's a uh, Tennessee connection. Coleman also went there. Uh, nine. Trey Brown, Oklahoma. 180th on my board. DJ Reed comp. Eight. Thiel Lenoir from Oregon. 146th on my board. Desmond King comp. Seven Trill Williams, one hundred forty third on my board. Kenny Vaccaro comp, and six Shakur Brown from Michigan State, one hundred twenty six on my board with Jordan Lewis comp.
1: Okay, Kerry Vincent. Um, I like Kerry Vincent more than I expected. Um, he so uh, go ahead.
0: Awesome athlete too. We we have to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. He ran a four three eight. Uh, nice vert. His bro was a little lacking, but but yeah, no. The speed is is no question. Um, he's 5'10", 185. Uh, he opted out this year. So, that's another guy you're, kinda, you're going back to the 2019 tape on. Uh, but, yeah, he's a, he was a track athlete. You see the track speed. The feet are quick. Um, I think he's pretty good at timing the ball. Like, you can read the receiver's hands as see when to
0: attack the I, ball. Yeah. I will, I will say, I felt like he, in all three games I watched on him, he was just getting – he could not find the football. And I feel like he, his feet would get stuck and he would just – he, he just would lose the guy. Um, and I also felt like he didn't have much of a trigger. Like, I, I have him as a late day three guy. Uh, I think, like, high-end comps so Ricardo Allen, a guy who can play a little safety and a little nickel. But I, I don't know. I think it's so much projection with him. It I, is. I don't totally – like, I, I know, like, there are a lot of fans of his. I just don't totally get it.
1: No, no. It, it totally is uh, a lot of projection. He, he was – yeah, like, I think, I think you're moving – I don't know. I have high hopes for him. You move him to nickel, I think he's going to be good. Because uh, when he does close on the ball, the burst is there. Um, you're right. It, it's kind of you're grading you're grading the flashes kind of with him. And um, but no, like he, his, his eyes are really poor. Um, he hasn't yeah. shrug. He, he struggles off blocks. Um, he can just jump routes incorrectly. Uh, but I, I think the flashes are enough um, at, with the athleticism to kind of to kind of take him in the fifth round I, and develop him.
0: I generally favor the more feisty nickel to the more athletic, which I'm not saying is the right thing to do at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's probably why I have a guy like Bryce Thompson in my top ten rather than a guy like Kerry Vincent. Yeah,
1: fair, fair enough. Um, Trey Brown.
0: Yeah, Trey Brown. One thing about him is sp- huge special teams upside, so you get that when you take him. Yeah, he had a really—I I don't even know if it was quiet, but just a really strong and general Senior Bowl week yeah. too. Multiple um, interceptions yeah played a ton at oklahoma good kick returner as well um i like him i I think he plays a lot bigger than he is he's Mm -hmm. he's got that feistiness to him i like him in man coverage um a little tight hips and in the feet there's there's some false steps there but depth depth corner for sure who can play inside and out and be a special teams guy yeah reason not to draft him on day three
1: no i agreed agreed um like he's a physical dude and he's strong for his size um Another guy, like, if he, he his press can backfire, too, though. He can kind of get thrown off and not, not be able to uh, mirror well. But um, I think he moves well. He, there's speed and quickness. Um, it's just, yeah, he just kind of needs to trust his technique some more. Um, he's he's grabby. He had, like, 14 pass interferences the last two years, which you never want to see. Uh, pass interferences and uh, and uh, holding. Um, yeah, just got to trust his technique more. And, like, sometimes he's flipping his hips too early or, th- or the wrong direction. It, it, yeah, it's just got to fall back to the technique and kind of clean some stuff out. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's a good depth corner with good special teams uh, uh,
0: potential. I got Bryce Thompson in my top 10 because I think he plays with a lot of fire in his belly. Um, really, really physical and press. Not going you know, to wow you in terms of athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, another sti- kind of stiff-hipped guy. Yeah. But uh, he, he's playing a lot on the outside at Tennessee. I think you kick him inside. He's kind of an interesting uh, mid-to-late day three guy. Who should add something on specials, but yeah, I, I like him as a physical press man nickel on the inside. Um, Lenoir, my king. <laughs> I, he he. Uh, of these back end guys, I think he's kind of he. Well, first of all, he he played a ton at Oregon. Yeah. Um, he is more scheme versatile than some of these other guys. I agree, uh, yeah. I, like I'm, I I think he's pretty comfortable in both man and zone. Uh, pretty balanced player, yes. I found yep. too, which is kind of his trump card. Because, again, not a great athlete. Can struggle to find the ball in phase. But if really, if I'm going to bank on any of these nickels to find playing time, like fifth round and later, he might be the guy.
1: No, uh, yeah, non special teams playing time to add there. I, I, I agree with yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Um,. Like yeah, like you said, he he plays with really really good balance. Um, kind of transitions and transitions well, even though his hips are a little tight. But he's got some nimble feet. Uh, he' pretty physical. He uses a sideline well too, which I mean, not gonna happen at nickel, but <laughs> it's it's a nice nice when you see a guy with a good feel for that. Um, you know what I thought was kind of interesting? He he ran like a four four four. Didn't look like a four 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 guy on tape, which I, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, he's kind of like a really comp- like he's 5'10", 199. But with not with not a lot of length to him. He's a really compact dude. Um, but no, I don't disagree with you that, that of of these, you know, fifth round and on guys, um, he could see the field um,
0: the earliest. Do you have Shakir Brown in your top five? I do, yeah. Okay, perfect, we'll save that then. Uh do you, give me your five to one. Ardarius Washington. All right. I... Good. ahead. No, say what okay, you guys Sorry. I, I was just going to say, because I already talked about Trill Williams, and we talked about Sean Wade. So Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Ardarius Washington's my five. We talked about him. Uh, I got a mid to late fourth. I'm high on him. I, I got a LaMarcus Jr. comp. I like Ardarius Washington. I get all the concerns. Um, I just like the player. Yeah, I like the player. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he turns it into not much, but I like the player. Um, Fourth, Shakir Brown, Michigan State. Uh, I got a mid-fourth round grade on him. Uh, my comp is DJ Reed. <laughs> Three for me is Ambry Thomas from Michigan. Had to put the Michigan oh. guy over the state guy.
0: Yeah, what's wrong? For, just, sorry, I've got Ambry Thomas on the outside, just so we Oh,
1: okay, okay, which I, I totally get. I, I think you he can play both. I think you kick him inside, he's a better player. Uh, mid-fourth, uh, my comp is Eric Wright. Uh, and two, uh, the
0: biggest pleasant surprise to me, Zech McPherson from Texas Tech. Yep. I was actually wondering that the, basically this whole show, whether, uh, first of all, whether you, whether we'd both watched them, because mm-hmm. you haven't heard a ton about him. No. Uh, and how high you'd also be on him. Sounds like we're both very much in the same ballpark. Yeah, big guy. fan. Uh,
1: he's my two. Um, early fourth, I threw in my Kelton comp on him. And then if we were to go in order, I would have Samuel and then Robinson, and then number one, Elijah Molden. Yeah. Early so, to mid okay, so yeah, early, mid-second, and uh, I have the Matthew
0: comp. So, yeah, McPherson's my four because I've got Robinson. So, we we essentially have the same top four. Yep, yep. Would you have uh, Embry Thomas so, five? Okay. Or, 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 or you, We'll talk about him in a sec. I, I'm not a fan of him. Okay. Um, You've never been, I know. Yeah, well, uh, I'm super biased against Michigan. <laughs> uh, Embry Thomas, if I had him with the nickels, he'd be my nickel 11. Oh, okay, so you're super low. Okay, let, let's... Yeah, I'll do a bit of Andrew uh, Thomas, can, if that's okay. Can I do with my that. top five? Oh shit! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So offensive. <laughs> okay, five. Sean Wade. I'm. If I'm banking on one of these not fantastic nickels, it's gonna be the one who has size, athleticism, and played at the highest level. So I'll go Sean Wade as my five. Hundred eighteenth on my board, so fourth round. I I think he could be a player, and I put a cream Jackson comp on him. I know it's lofty. I'm still. Yeah, as aj banks for ambry thomas i'll, I'll bank on my guy uh for Z- zach, zach zach i'm not 10%? sure i'm not sure i think it's i guess it's zach his name is zachariah but it's zachariah so i'm not sure okay from texas tech again i think i don't know if you made a list of the 10 most pleasant surprises yeah he would be on this like, Agreed. In, in this draft class you'd be on it uh penn state transfer um very like he he tested really well too did he not oh yeah oh do you, you want
1: to do you want to do mcpherson right now yeah mcpherson is, is really good um yeah. wait, f- wait, wait, wait i'm
0: still doing my i, I was just asking I mean, <laughs> yeah he did he myself. tested well Rob. don't worry uh, uh thanks 111th on my board so early same uh, early yeah. fourth round and again wouldn't be surprised if you went in day uh day two me neither um, quandary Diggs comp uh three asante samuel jr 45th on my board malcolm butler comp Two aaron robinson 41st on my board uh malcolm jenkins comp one elijah molden 32nd on my board kenny moore comp
1: okay uh zach mcpherson let's let's do it because we we're we're chomping at the bit
0: here we yeah we're just so excited (laughs) yeah so he's five so (laughs) okay okay you start i'll let you go (laughs) we just want to talk about him so much uh okay five eleven one ninety plays safety plays nickel yep um Really quick trigger. R- very willing tackler. Even against big, big running backs like Ramondre Stevenson in the open field. He'll put his body on the line. Yep. Really think he has uh, got great feel and zone. Um, now, uh, there there are some concerns in, in terms of band coverage. Um, I, I don't think he has the most consistent feet. Uh, and he, he can he can struggle to open up sometimes um but but that athleticism kind of makes up for it at times like he is you can see the twitch on tape Mm -hmm. um and i think having having that nickel who's got the ability to rotate up and play play safety as well and you trust in zone uh has the range to play too deep and, and play like to play up high um while also having the physicality to get low and and uh, be a force player on the outside. side. I, I really like him. I think he is going to be a, a long-term starting nickel for I sure.
1: Agreed. I agree. I like him a lot too. Uh, I'll start with the, the cons here. Um, kind of parroting what you said. Um, I think his back pedal can be clunky when you kind of said that his, his feet yeah. aren't the best. Uh, clunky there. He's not super technically sound there in, in all aspects. But like you said, he's a very fluid mover. He's a good athlete. He's pretty twitchy and his feet are quick, so he makes up for it. Um, he, he, his eyes aren't great. He needs to improve his uh, ability to recognize routes. So, like, all those things are kind of going to knock against him. But, like, I like the pedigree with McPherson, too. Like you said, he's a Penn State transfer. He was a four-star recruit. Um, he tested really well. Um, put up good numbers when he came to Texas Tech. Uh, graduated from Penn State, too, which is kind of interesting. Got his masters at Texas Tech. So, like, everything you hear about or read about him, it, it, apparently a super, super, like, you know, high-character, high, high character, smart guy. Um, so like that kind of makes me feel like uh, the the stuff he can clean up, he's got a good chance to. Um, another guy with special teams value. He he blocked two extra points, um, blocked a field goal and returned it for a touchdown. Um, and like yeah, he's got a quick trigger coming to coming down. He he's willing as hell. He loves taking ball carriers' legs out. He does it really well. <laughs> it can backfire, but when he does it, it's awesome. Like he flipped a Oklahoma player. It was pretty great. Um, and I just love that he he's he's always helping as a tackler. Like. So many of these corners, especially in this class, um, you know, when when the ball is kind of, you know, a couple yards from him, he, they just kind of either stick on their block or just stand there and let the other guys bring him down. McPherson is like always trying to parse through guys to help as a tackler. And honestly, like he's, he always ends up at the football. And oftentimes you'll see, because Tex Tech, you know, they're not known for their defense, <laughs> oftentimes you'll see, <laughs> say Ramondre Stevenson, he'll break those first two tackles and McPherson would have been the guy to, to, just drag him down so I love all of that I, I think he's just got the makeup to be a long-term starter at nickel
0: a big time agree I mean I think there's if you include Robinson Samuel in this group I think there's only four clear-cut starting nickels, and it, it's it's yeah. uh Bolden Robinson Samuel and McPherson
1: okay okay um Shakur Brown from Michigan State Let, let's talk about him a little he, bit
0: he, he he's he's an interesting one too because yeah He's another guy who's got some feisty to him. Uh, didn't yep. test all that well, and I think that can you can see that on tape where he he could struggle with uh, mm-hmm. long speed, and, um, and his close and closing in on on, on the and on the football and locating yeah. locating the football in phase can can be a problem. Um, and again, not the loosest athlete, but I don't know. There, he played. He 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 looks solid in both man and zone, and then. The feistiness, willing, willing tackler, like I don't know, like mid fourth through yeah. the fifth round. I think he's a better bet than a lot of other guys. Okay. I I I know there was some high high love on him, and and uh, I'm I'm not quite there with that, but definitely a guy who's got a chance to be a starting nickel agreed agreed i think we're pretty much the exact same here because i
1: think the love comes because he's got some really nice ball skills and he had five picks this year uh, alone so that's really impressive um i think he, he like he offers some inside outside versatility um i think he's fairly scheme diverse too he's mirroring guys pretty well and then you add the, the feistiness he'll come downhill and and hit some guys hard too which we both always love but then yeah he, he's not a good athlete um showed up in testing and on the field, um, doesn't doesn't have a great feel for routes yet. His eyes still need work. Like, like he'll sometimes, like you said, it's both as an athlete. Like he'll kind of struggle with click and close, but like also like his eyes just still need work when to time and, and when to close on the ball. And he's also kind of just inconsistent breaking on the football because like it's almost like he's got poor footing. So, like, it's like that one aspect of the game, there's a lot rolled into it. But if he can clean that up, I, I think he can turn into uh, a starting caliber nickel. All the pieces are kind of there um, to be a solid dude. But just the, the package
0: isn't quite complete yet. Uh, okay, last one before we get to AFC South, Ambry Thomas. Mm-hmm. Again, I have him on the outside. You have him inside. Uh, I don't, I think he's, like, raw athleticism-wise, someone's going to bet on that. Yeah. Um, per, and, and good size, too. Uh, six foot 191 um but I uh, I do not love guys who just look like can get really lost in coverage and struggle to find the football I feel like he got he gets nickled and dimed to death crossers yeah are are his worst enemy and deep downfield although he can be there in phase he doesn't find the football um and I think he, he could get kind of lose lose his feet and i don't think he plays with great balance so that kind of scares me in terms of kicking him inside the slot and having to face route runners uh, that the nfl has in there
1: no uh f- fair enough like like he's physical um he's feisty He can get over aggressive if his uh like you know his, his punch doesn't land well um especially against stronger wide receivers it's a complete bust kind of like sean wade um and yeah his hips are tight um uh, if he loses off the line, it's it's over. Even though he's got good recovery, like he's good, the speed is there. It just doesn't work. I don't know why. And like you said, he can get nickelled and dimed to death. Like he gives up inside positioning too easy, and he can get grabby, um, and that leads to him being over aggressive. But yeah, you, you put like you said, uh, six foot one ninety one, long arms, um, tested really well. He ran a four four flat. Um, like I think his feet are quick to mirror early in the route, and then he kind of loses it. Uh, I think he's pretty physical at the catch point, uh, like when he stays in phase and stays physical, it looks really good. You, you see the flashes and then when he can locate the football, um, you see the wide receiver background ball skills show up. So it's, it's almost like a positive and the negatives are rolled into one. So it, it's going to be a project, I think, to unlock everything, but, uh, but the tools to be a good uh, – and with the versatility, like you have them outside, I have them inside. With the versatility, the tools are there to be um, a productive guy
0: in your secondary. It's just you kind of got to unlock it. More – it's better to bet on that than a lot of other things in terms of this nickel. Reason. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, Zach McPherson is totally, the I totally best
1: bet, it. though. So. I'm changing my answer for best bet to Zach McPherson.
0: Oh, well, I mean, he's our favorite player. <laughs> the, uh, we, should, we should do the – seven rounds in heaven like all f- all favorite players team um with not like obviously not the most well-known guys yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. well yeah. look for, look at our instagram
1: uh at seven rounds in heaven at instagram they'll be coming
0: soon it's just gonna be Zach mcpherson <laughs> playing <laughs> all the positions
1: it's just a picture of, of Zach and just a Zach. that's it or Zach. i'm not even sure i, I try to google it too if it's Zach or Zach, that makes me feel like it is just
0: Zach, but I'm not sure. It's cooler if it's Zach, though. Yeah, I like how it's spelled. Uh, speaking of spelling, AJ, do you know how to spell the best conference in the NFL? And by conference, I mean division.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's AFC and then S-O-U-T-H. AFC South. Correct. I Okay. We, yeah. You got the Jags. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to – I thought we split up in terms of like pure – Picks so I got the Jags and the Texans, uh, and let's start with the Jags. Um, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, need I say more? It's, it's the Clear, clear cut. No, I don't need to. No, add you anything don't else. need to say more. That's fine. I'm not. 25th and 33rd. Um, I, I, you can. I'll let you kind of pick which which one goes where, because <laughs> I, I think I think Sick. you're going to come away with both of these guys. You're happy in, in just the order it doesn't matter. But 25th, I'm going to say Trevon Morik who I think is the best safety in the class. Um, That's the safety they need. The safety they need. He's exactly what they need. I, I feel like this has been mocked since January. I feel like this is a perfect fit. Plug him in. Uh, talk, he's, we'll talk he, about him next week, too. We'll talk about him next week. Uh, 33rd, you know what? I kind of struggle with exactly where to go with this selection. Um, he might end up in the first round. I wouldn't be shocked. But I put Christian Barmore here. And – ideal might not be like it's a need but it's not the most desperate need but i think like putting first of all i think it's a nice landing spot for barmore Uh, i think like getting him there with with hamilton i think that's a nice young interior of the line i don't know there's something to this i don't know if it's going to happen i kind of struggled exactly i wanted them to land at 33 and these picks could be reversed um but either way if they come away with these two uh that defense is looking way better Let's flip back to the offense. Another easy, easy mock. Uh, 45th overall, Pat Friermuth from Penn State. <laughs> the Jags love tight ends, but they can never seem to find one, after Mercedes Lewis at least. Um, get Pat Friermuth. Uh Get Get Lawrence a dependable target on the inside, which, you know, you never really had the tight end at, at Clemson. Get a one in Jacksonville, and that wide receiver core is already good. But guess what? At 65, we're adding to it. Um, Churks your deep guy. knows your gadget guy. Let's get someone who can do a bit of everything. I'm getting them Amon Ross, St. Brown, who I think you add him there with Frymuth. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is coming in. The offensive line is, is solid enough. You're going to add to it on day three. Um, I, I think that offense is going to be primed and ready to kind of burst whenever, whenever they're ready to. <laughs> it's going to be good off the bat.
0: I love that for them. I love that for them. You actually t- you used two guys who I almost used for the Titans and then I didn't. <laughs> So good, good, because right you told me not to.
1: Oh, you, I told you not to. Yeah,
0: correct. Okay, Colts, twenty-first overall, Justin Houston. They have not resigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a need for more help on the edge. Now, this is I wrote down Quidipe, but I, I it might not necessarily be him. But if he's there, I think that's a very I love uh, the Chris fit. Ballard pick. Yeah, yeah, like in terms of he can be he can kick inside. He's twitchy as hell, and he's a high motor guy. Uh, I think he he would be a him getting him and chemical to uh assuming chemical to can stay healthy on the outside Mm with DeForest Buckner inside that's a lot of fun uh and then second round Anthony Costanza retired so they obviously have a glaring needle left tackle and they have not really looked at that much and they could very much go go that route at 21 I just didn't have anyone there worth that pick I agree I agree with you at 54, I have him going Samuel Cosme, who, again, Ballard betting on that length and that athleticism uh, I, I think is very much something he, he would look at doing. Uh, and then they, they don't have a third-round pick.
1: I I think a lot of that uh, – I think that makes sense. I, I like that Pay fit a lot. I don't know if he's going to be there. I, I know. don't know if he's going to be the pick um, exactly, but I like that, that fit for, uh, for both Me parties. Too. Um. And then, yeah, Cosme, me. I can see them someone they targeting. Um, the, finding the right tackle for them is kind of tricky, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's gonna be at twenty
0: one. No, I don't think so either. Unless someone fell that shouldn't fall. Yeah, like if Darius saw sitting there, uh, I don't think they they pass him up. But yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and then with the Titans, twenty second overall. It's kind of I thought about it because we people been pen, penciling in Edge for a uh-huh. while here. They obviously go out and they pay Bud Dupree. Um, so it kind of takes pressure off having to target that spot. Uh, they definitely still could be looking at offensive tackle considering what happened with Isaiah Wilson. But again, similar to the Colts, there's just not really someone here that you, you fall in love with. Yeah. I ended up, th- they, 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 uh, they lost Corey Davis in free agency. So I ended up going to get, uh, going in another receiver. I love Rashad Bateman. I know you love Rashad Bateman. It's jury still out on what the NFL feels with him. But I think he'd be a really nice replacement for Corey Davis. Yeah, he uh, would. Can play inside and outside. Similar, to, like AJ Brown, and him can both move around. Uh, awesome route runner, and keep giving ron Tannehill targets to uh, help keep him being way better than he was in Miami. Fifty um, third, <laughs> they their their secondary still question. They bring, they brought in Janoris Jenkins. Uh, they got rid of Malcolm Butler. Go get a guy who can either... And they drafted Christian Fulton last year. Get a guy who could maybe play nickel or play on the outside, depending on what you want. Plus, uh, their head coach, Mike Vrabel, played with his dad. Get Asante Samuel Jr. there at 53 if he's there. uh, I think that'd be a very worthwhile pick. Uh, And then the third round. They have the 85th and 100th pick. Uh, 85th, I think this is maybe where you bank on one of these high upside tackles. Brady Christensen, the way he plays... With that edge and like throwing that how athletic he is, I think that'd be a, a nice, uh, a nice fit at yeah. right tackle for them. And then a hundred, you lost your tight end in free agency, so I was thinking fifty-three. Like if Pat Fryermith was there, they take him, maybe, maybe they they obviously have a glaring need at tight end. But then I thought a bit more. as like, but between what Delaney Walker did well and what Jonu Smith, it was oh, less it, of a less of a classic tight end. Um, who who's asked to play in line all the time. Although, it, the, the ability to block is obviously a key thing there. But that, that twitchy athleticism is another big thing. And I think Tommy Tramble. I love it. A hundred of the Titans. I just, yeah, I kind of fell in love with that fit. And I know he's raw as hell in terms of being a true tight end. But what he can do to bolster that Derrick Henry run game, I think it would be a really good fit.
1: I'll, yeah, I, I love that a lot. I, if, I don't know yeah. if you remember, but during the season, my comp for uh, Tramble was Walker, who just... Kind of off the top of the dome, and and I'd change it. And, but he's so hard to find a good comp for. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: so unique. Yeah, I love that. And people fit. forget Delaney Walker, incredible blocker.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I, I love that fit. Like that, just like his nastiness, um, the need. It just that that screams tight ends. Now they might have to take him earlier. Uh, his stock is yeah, kind of soaring. I know. But if they get him at one hundred, I, I think that's a slam dunk. No, I, I like that. Yeah. The, the tight ends are always hard to mock for. Um, I think that's a good haul. Anyways, uh, Houston Texans time. They, they got a lot of picks. So this, no, I'm kidding. They, they only have 67th in the third round. Uh, They need wide receiver because they got kept getting rid of them. Their receiver core is fucking weird. Um, this is a great receiver class. I, I didn't overthink about this one too much. Get a good receiver. Get <laughs> Bring in Diami Brown. I think he's it, a good fit. He's that's, a good football uh, player. I mean, my comp, my comp for him is Will Fuller. And your are as well. It seems like a really, really good matchup between the Texans and Brown. Nothing about it too if, much. Get him someone
0: that can get downfield. That's it. I th- yeah. I think if he's there, yeah. Like that. That's a, that's a home run. I don't know if he'll be there. I, um, I think he will. I but think he like will. he definitely could be. Yeah. Uh, no. It's just it's just good because I think the, uh, the the way this receiver class falls is so up in mm-hmm. the air. But I think he's kind of almost the perfect receiver. Of the ones who could be there for what they do, for sure. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Like that's kind
0: of their their ideal ideal pick. That's realistic at sixty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I speaking agree. of sixty seven, AJ, go ahead. Speaking of
1: sixty seven, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs last won the cup in nineteen sixty seven. When will they do it again? It's this year, and you can listen to my Leafs breakdown on locker room.